soaks it in. There it is. There's the win. Hello. 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 Shorties. New Year, shorty. <laughs> I thought you were just talking. <laughs> Hello, shorty. Welcome to my house. No, I have a shorty for us this week, and I have uh, on this day. When they were young, the world seemed so much fun. It's on this day with backseat coaches. Ooh. Yeah. This not... must be in that, like, sweet spot before yeah. lockdown. Before COVID, yeah, exactly. So this is January. We never did any in January. Yeah. Perfect. Um, this is the 21st of January, which will be the day that this is this episode is releasing uh it was 1911 was the year good year and it was the first ever monte carlo rally oh yeah i i couldn't find out whether this was the start or the end of it but it's one or the other and i assume <laughs> it'd be the end because i assume they started on the first of january right because yeah. so saying a rally the way i think of a rally is like a modern rally where you do like a stage a bit of a time trial sort yep. of stage and you drive around fast in like in uh skiddy cars and do like drifting and all that that was not what a rally was in 1911 in 1911 the monte carlo rally or uh, rally was they started all over europe yeah and drove everyone just drove to monte carlo yes such yeah. a cool idea it is really cool i idea. really really the best thing is that you could start wherever you want i love that <laughs> idea you could just so i think you had to drive certainly later anyway you had to drive exactly exactly around a thousand kilometers i'm I, i'm guessing it was sort of like no less than that's, and so if you drove yeah. more that's your own that's yeah that's your own lookout yeah. yeah um but the other thing was that it wasn't just whoever could drive it the fastest like it wasn't just whoever turned up first in monte carlo wins right it was a hybrid judging system where they also looked at the who had the best car design the best passenger comfort as well as, and also the condition of the car after having driven a thousand kilometers which in those <laughs> days would obviously have been a lot uh and that was they, that wacky races isn't it kind of yeah but <laughs> Wacky races, I think, have finished like cross the line, still yeah. won, right? But in this one, you could cross the line first, miles ahead of everyone, and be like, mm, "I don't really like your car. I think we're going to give it to somebody else." Just it, it's not super comfy, is it? Yeah, it's exactly. quite comfy. I don't think any of them would have been super comfy in these days. These are like wind-up cars, and also it's like passenger comfort. Your passengers, you're not going to get there first, and then your passengers go. <laughs> put their hand up I I didn't like it my bum hurts well then you don't win oh, oh. <laughs> but I did navigation the whole way <laughs> but you're gonna be there like even if like your teeth were chattering the yeah. whole time like you're gonna get them and go oh it's so comfortable oh, oh it's like sitting on a sofa <laughs> oh delightful have I driven a thousand miles I didn't even know I thought I was just sitting at home <laughs> uh, I get the feeling that uh, passenger comfort might have been the lower end. Of. <laughs> yeah. It was more the design. Yeah. Apparently, in those days, rallies were as a lot of driving things were. You know, it's like the Indy 500 would have started around then. Um, they were like test events for like manufacturers to test right. how their cars, how good their cars were, um, and also advertising. So, like people got in the paper. Yeah. Because which there was no TV. That's the crazy thing for me now. And am I right in thinking it was like? 
essentially rich people with like flat caps and leather gloves that is what i would assume i didn't see any photos of this one actually but you see like old pictures of formula one and that's yeah. what formula one was like when it first started it was all it was the hyper lot and i guess that's still kind of the case about formula one yeah it's still definitely the the upper classes who get into formula one because yeah. it's so expensive to do um yeah uh the winner was a guy called uh where did i write it down somebody rougier didn't write his first name. Oh, yeah. Hon- Henri Rougier, who drove a Turcat Merry 45 horsepower model. That was what he drove. many? 45. I think my car now has about 45 horsepower, <laughs> but it shouldn't. It should have more than that. <laughs> they do They run out, don't they? The horses escape, don't they? <laughs> the older the car is. Um, I didn't write. They didn't find out how long, because I couldn't find out whether it was the first or last day of the rally. Right. So I'm assuming it took him 21 days to get there yeah uh did that's I write cool it's like it's like a modern day uh not modern day but it's like around the world in 80 days type race, yeah, isn't it that's that's, that's what also what makes me think it's like push people yeah laying bets yeah and... yeah definitely like oh i bet i can do it down the pub or down yeah. there, it'd be the gentleman's club in those yes, days wouldn't yeah it? all these toffs in the gentleman's club um did i write down i started from paris that's where he drove from uh over the years so the the rally continued uh so it was held again the next year and then not held again until 1924 which i guess Uh, partly might have been because of the first world war yeah um but it stopped before the start of the first world war so that wasn't the only reason yeah um but from 1924 it became an annual event uh and was held until 1973 in the same way with again holding out for the second world war right um but yeah it was still held in that same way of everyone driving from all over europe to monte carlo until 1973 it was still held that way i think that's super cool nightmare to cover like as a journalist as a journal yeah like to to report on who's winning yeah i was like how do you get the tv cameras to follow them there wasn't there wasn't anything like that yeah (laughs) i guess the journal to start with they would have just sat in monte carlo and just wait to see who turned up as as it started (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i'll just get three weeks in monte carlo (laughs) three weeks just in case somebody gets their day one (laughs) well you never know you never know you got to pay pay attention to every eventuality in fact i'm gonna go there before it starts just in case oh well the build-up yeah exactly yeah. uh well and the other thing was so what i noted down i was looking at all the winners over the years uh one person started in glasgow was that was 2006 kilometers away whereas paris is only 1020 so oh. i don't understand just really backed himself maybe he just had a super good car or would drive throughout the night or something See, again i reckon that's one of the ones where it's just like uh, I reckon I can win the Monte Carlo. Well, I reckon I can win it starting in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like just upping the yeah. bet in the pub. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense than, than a lot of these things do. Um, this guy, this one in 1925 said he starts in Tunis. Is that is that in Tunisia? Is that the capital of Tunisia? Yeah. That's 3,860 kilometres away. And across the sea. <laughs> yeah. That's a long way. It's t- I might be wrong that Tunis is the capital of Tunisia. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, capital of Tunisia. So somehow across the seas, amphibious car. That's well, that's why we yeah. won. Yeah. So comfortable. <laughs> um, so there was lots of, loads of different places that he started from. But the one that sort of stuck out to me was the one guy started in Monte Carlo. 
and just drove around in circles. <laughs> like a thousand kilometers around in circles in Monte It's only a tiny little city, Monte Carlo. Yeah. I assume they had to do like a circular loop or something. Yeah. But it seems to me, start somewhere else, please. Yes. Because <laughs> the yeah. exciting thing is so, like saying, oh, I came from Paris to Monte Carlo. Yeah. That, that was the excitement. I wonder if they even know like who has entered the race. They just wait and see who turned up. Yeah. How would they ratify the fact that they actually... St- oh, that's, that's true. That's the point. <laughs> I bet there's been loads of cheating <laughs> in this. There probably has. There's somebody camping outside Monte Carlo for two weeks and then yeah. driving in. Oh, I've come so far, boys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it carried on until 1973 in that format. And then it became a rally stage in the FIA World Rally Championships. So, which is the modern day rally in which we think of of like, uh, yeah, people speeding around laps circuits. and yeah. skids and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they, do they do laps? I think it's quite often point to point in rallying, uh, I think. Yeah, it does, sometimes it's like a circular track, but you right. might, might only do one. You just do lap one of lap of the full circuit. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, until then, it was people starting all over Europe and finishing Monte Carlo. It now incorporates the famous Col de Turini special stage, which is a very like well-known, like infamous stage almost. Mm. It goes over the Col, Turini, Col de Turini uh, mountain pass, which I assume is in the Alps, I guess. I don't really know where Monte Carlo is, to be honest. South of France, right? It's like the south of France, North North Italy sort of area. So that would make sense for the Alps. Um, So it is a mountain pass, and because it's driven in January, almost always, it's covered in snow and ice. And if it's not, fans bring snow and chuck it on the track. Fans. (laughs) (laughs) Vandals. (laughs) Yeah. Crash! We want to see a crash. <laughs> Genuinely. So the one year, the Sebastian Loeb, who's like one of the superstar rally drivers, mm-hmm. crashed on this stage, and they reckon it was because people put down snow specifically on a really dangerous corner, and he and a couple of other drivers also crashed uh, on that same corner. So bad. Like that is not. The French are terrible for this sort of stuff. I think it's so. Monte Carlo <laughs> sort of mixed between French and Italians, and Italians are just as bad. Aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> They're so wild about everything. Um. Uh, so yeah, it's a snow-covered, snow-covered stage. It's always driven at night, which is also <sighs> terrible. <laughs> Just why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess literally for crashes. That's, yeah. that's the only reason I can think of. And they call it the Night de Turini or the Night of the Long Knives. <laughs> now, do you know what the Night of the Long Knives is? I know the phrase. It is when Hitler started getting the Jews out of Germany. <sighs> Not a good name, this, uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for this. They call it the Night of the Long Lives, they say, because uh, the headlights, like, cut through like knives. So they're, like, crisscrossing all over, and there's knives, like... Right. I, I'm not sure that I would ever describe a headlight as cutting through like a knife. I don't think that's a very... I think they were looking for a reason to use the phrase Night of the Long Knives. Yep. I don't, I don't know why they call it that. It's not good. I, I, for the same reason that they do it at night and just, they bring just snow. Dramatic. <laughs> it's true. It does look very dramatic. <laughs> to be fair, I've looked at a couple of videos of it, and it is, it does look really cool. Like rally. I don't know what you think about rally. I think rally is really cool, but I would never want to be within a hundred miles of it. So dangerous. Oh no! Unbelievably yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Great fun to play on a video game. You should sure. love the rally games, but. I would never ever want to drive it, or I want to go and watch it because the, the spectators stand so close to the yeah, dangerous I be, corners. Yeah, 
and they're going so fast around these like regulation like just regular roads that you have out here and quite often they're like mountain roads with like a little bit of like arm text barrier or yeah. they call that uh you could easily die like, sometimes they just put up a bit of tape yeah and they're like that'll that'll stop them gonna, you stand behind that spectator and you'll be safe i remember on like the old rally games you could drive like every time you drove towards the spectators they would just like go fleeing away yeah and i was like oh that's a stupid thing in a computer game that's real that's yeah. what they do in real life <laughs> it's such a stupid thing but also really cool like is mm, the, the yeah. driving is undoubtedly very impressive probably like the most impressive driving yeah feet, probably yeah think, because the conditions that you drive in and rally are extreme conditions yeah. like formula one is impressive that the speed that you do things at but rally you do them slightly less speed but uh you have to deal with so much more yeah like formula one tracks are so they're just flat <laughs> they go around in the circle and they're flat yeah whereas and they they might even stop for heavy rain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, whereas in rally they're like, please, please let it heavy yeah, rain. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> um, so 1966 was the most controversial year of the Monte Carlo Rally. Uh, it was very controversial because the first four finishers were disqualified. Do you want to guess what they were disqualified for? Gene. Yes. <laughs> not not uh, the obvious one is going to be not starting far enough away well you would think that that i've never i didn't come across anybody getting disqualified for that what they got disqualified for was for using a non-dipping single filament quartz iodine in their headlights Uh, instead of the standard double filament dipping glass bulbs that were used in manufacturing absolutely yeah i'm surprised they weren't chucked out the country (laughs) i thought they'd get arrested unbelievable i can't believe it so stupid double dipping <laughs> or not double dipping <laughs> uh yeah no single dipping, single dipping. <laughs> we're not even dipping at all they were non-dipping <laughs> uh it, it was uh, just yeah so the top four were disqualified and it was called in the papers the monte carlo fiasco which i think is overselling the, the fact a little bit do you, do you think they're just like this isn't drumming up <laughs> as much let's just disqualify some people yeah. randomly and and for what reason i don't know wrong lights uh, in it lights. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's disqualify for the most boring thing we can possibly <laughs> night of the long knives just they've got the wrong headlights so night of the long knives <laughs> terrible um but it just continues to this day and it will be finishing on the 22nd of january this year so tomorrow if you're listening to this we can still win it day, so <laughs> possibly let's get in the cars and <laughs> go, go down monte carlo i don't think that's how it works anymore but still we do it anyway <laughs> when they were young the world seemed so much fun it's only stay with backseat coaches Cheese twist. No. Then you ruined it. See you, suckers. <laughs>